I have a question about gun control. Mm -hmm. You left the Senate right before they went full on into a debate on gun violence. Um, It was very contentious. As you know, it went down. Um, My question for you is, I think I've read that, were you a supporter of what they were proposing on background checks? Yes, I would have supported what ultimately. Okay. So my question for you is, um, were you surprised by the level of opposition to something as basic as what was basically a a, a watered-down background checks bill. And do you think this is something that that Harry Reid and others in support of this issue should keep pushing as they're saying that they're Mm -hmm. probably going to do and bring it up again this year and continue trying to build support for it? Yeah, I'm consistently asked um, why um, something that has garnered the support of more than 90% of Americans did not pass. I said, oftentimes, you know, the 10%, you know, is more vocal, you know, and more organized. And that was the point that gets back to bipartisanship, is that the point is that we all have to to speak up. It's not enough to say you support it and it's reflected in the polls, but it's not reflected in the voices and the emails and calls. It's unfortunate it has to be that way, but that's that's the way it's working. And so I think that ultimately that's what's happened. Um, and so, yes, I do. I think they ought to figure out a way to bring it back. Maybe they have to make some changes in order to get the support of those who were not able to support it, who are more likely to support it if they had some changes, perhaps. But it really has befuddled so many Americans. I know I get this question, not only in college campuses and all the groups that I talk to, uh, they say they just can't figure it out. How is it that something like that would have so much broad support? And I said, because they haven't heard everybody else's voices. And you have to make your voice heard. You have to be vocal. and Because otherwise, they're the ones that are going to speak the loudest. This doesn't mean to say that for those who vote against it, there's some legitimate issues that reflect their constituencies. Absolutely. We all know that. That transcends, that issue in guns can transcend regional, you know, partisan issues. More, it's more regional and geographic. And um, so... Everybody has to weigh that. But at the end of the day, I think in this instance, uh, given the, the tragedy and the horrific events uh, at Sandy Hook Elementary, everything should have been done to you know, demonstrate, yeah, we get it, and this is something that everybody should agree to, even those who appreciate and support gun rights. If you were still in there, what would you tell your Republican colleagues to try to, um, try to know, figure out to get back to support it? Yes, find a way to get back to support it. Maybe they have to make some modest changes, I know, that might help to bring it back. I know, you know, to the credit of Pat Toomey, uh, you know, the senator from Pennsylvania, who did, you know, a big step forward to work with Senator Manchin and West Virginia, both of them deserve a great deal of credit for really trying to break the solidity of partisanship and to, you know, uh, work on this issue, understanding, you know, the dimensions of uh, the concerns that have arisen and in the magnitude of the event uh, in Connecticut. So uh, to their credit, and maybe they could work, and the leadership could work with those they think they can get, what could they change slightly that might make a difference that they can now allow them to support it. Sometimes you have to make a change in the bill that allows you people to be able to come back and support it uh, for you know their constituents if there's some alteration. But I do think it is important because... I think people are just sort of like, how could this happen? And I said, well, again, it just gets back. You've got to make your voices heard.